0: welcome to real with teal this world is evolving my friends we are elevating as a collective and it is my mission to expand your mindset and see the realness you will be hearing from the top thought leaders change makers and entrepreneurs across all industries on how energy intuition manifestation and consciousness have all played a massive role in their success and fulfillment I'm your host, Teal Cooper. Let's get real. What is up my friends? Welcome to episode 1 of Real with Teal. I am pumped. I'm feeling so grateful for whoever's tuning in and sharing a part of your day with me. I wanted to take this first episode to tell you a little bit about myself for those who don't know me that well and Kind of to share why I'm even starting this podcast in the first place. You know, it's funny because I was resisting making this podcast for a while. Uh, but, you know, I now realize I was resisting because I was scared of putting myself out there in this new way. And eventually I just realized that this podcast isn't even about me, it's bigger than me. And I've gone through some pretty significant transformational growth periods in my life over the last five years and just feel like I've learned so much and I've had so many breakthroughs that have totally just transformed my life, my mindset, and the way I view the world. And I wanted to start putting this out there and just sharing what I've learned and what I continue to learn every day with the hope of really helping other people really expand their mindsets and really ultimately help people live their most fulfilling lives. So I guess let's dive right in. I'm going to tell you one of my biggest life-defining experiences that's made me who I am. (laughs) So in my sophomore year of college, I was diagnosed with this super rare jaw condition. Really ironic is that I was the girl when I was 13 and got my braces off that was OCD about my retainers. Like I would not go to a sleepover without them. And if I forgot them, I would legit go home. (laughs) Like I was obsessed with my teeth being straight and with my bite being perfect so i feel like i manifested this whole thing to happen which is like who knows that's even true but basically my sophomore year i realized that my bite was shifting and i got an x-ray of my joints and they told me that one of my joints was the size of a 10 year old joint which I was unaware of this whole time. And my bite was totally fine, you know, from 13 up until college. Like this was a, a new thing that just kind of happened out of the blue. So I remember this accident I had when I was 10 years old and the story sums up essentially like who I was as a kid. <laughs> and it's just ridiculous. So when I was 10, I went to a play day at my friend Samantha Robbins house. Shout out Sam, if you're listening. And I remember this like it was yesterday and I had the genius idea Wow. What if we Saran wrapped ourselves back to back and pretended that we were one human and Sam and our other friend there was like, yeah, that's a great idea. Oh my God, let's do it. And so I was like, awesome. So our other friend Saran wrapped me and Samantha back to back where I was facing the front and Sam's body was facing behind me. And we're Saran wrapped in and we start walking on this super narrow hallway And all of a sudden we started losing balance and I was like, oh no. And next thing, you know, we're like down the skinny hallway, this door flies open, which is like the bathroom. And we land face first on the tile floor. And I couldn't break the fall because my hands were taped in the fucking saran wrap. Her weight was on top of mine. So it was like an extra body on top of mine, slamming to the ground. Next thing you know, I woke up or not woke up, I opened my eyes to a puddle of blood that we were laying in. And I like couldn't move because I was turned up in on the floor. And our other friend who taped this in was like screaming for someone to help on like, cut us up, like cut this run wrap to get us out of there. I had to get stitches that night. And then that was it. Like I was totally fine after that. I just got stitches under my chin and I moved on with my life. So I didn't think about this accident really until the doctor told me that one of my joints is the size of a 10 year old. So I thought, Hmm, maybe it's from that accident. Who knows? Anyways, from sophomore year of college to senior year, my whole jaw tribulations were like unfolding. So over the span of two years, my bite developed into a massive open bite where when I bit down only the two, my two back teeth touched. So I could barely chew food properly. I developed a massive lisp. Because when I talked, like my tongue would go through my teeth because it didn't shut all the way. And I was super self-conscious speaking because of that. On top of that, my chin and face was legit like morphing backwards because my jo- my joints were shrinking over the span of two years. So my whole jawline was basically non-existent by the time I graduated college. And on top of that, I was like in excruciating pain because of the joints just like dissolving away. So all of those combined, like I was just in a really low self confidence, like self esteem place. And I was also terrified because I I felt like I was going to doctor after doctor and no one knew what was going on and what was causing this. So eventually I found this specialist who told me to cure this, I had to get a reconstructive upper and lower jaw surgery. That was eight hours. And they had to break the upper and lower jaw and reposition it back together. And for the surgery, I had to have braces for a year and they would wire my mouth shut for months. And I would need to be on a liquid diet and blend food for two to three months. Not to mention also at this time, I was struggling with serious acne and I had to gain 10 pounds before the surgery. So I literally felt like at my all time lowest of fucking lows and it was horrible. And I remember when the doctor told me this, I legit, I legitimately cried every day for 30 days straight. Like even maybe more than that. I felt so sorry for myself. Like, I just remember questioning everything. Like, why is this happening to me? Like getting super frustrated that, you know, this is gonna hold me back. I was in the process of launching Benny with my brother and this was like a huge roadblock that was gonna hold us back from moving forward. And I just, I couldn't understand why this was all happening. And after wallowing and feeling like a victim for months I eventually had this massive epiphany. I thought, what the fuck am I doing? This isn't serving me feeling sorry for myself. And I decided that day I was, I think I was 22 at the time. I decided moving forward that from this point on, I was going to put all of my energy into the only thing I can control, which is my mindset. So I decided to pour myself into, like I just remember watching thousands of hours of YouTube videos of all these self-development gurus, listening to podcasts, reading all these books, I started journaling and meditating and it was just like this massive catalyst for my spiritual and self-growth journey. At the time, I remember I started doing this practice every night called future scripting, which I had no idea at the time is actually a huge manifestation trick. Basically, I remember just like, I was feeling so low and hated my life, basically my present reality that I would journal as if I was living in, this future where all my jaw problems were behind me, all these health issues were solved. It was all a success. I was living in this life where my my goals were accomplished with bendy Bean, and I would actually embody these feelings of feeling as if I was living that, that life. And I like it helped me really escape from all the negative, like present reality that I was dealing with, and all these negative emotions. And it was like I was like imagining and daydreaming. So I get this surgery. It's 2017. I'm 22 years old. And I did a lot of mental preparing for it leading up to it, but there's nothing that I could have done to like prepare me for what I endured. It was by far the hardest year of my life that pushed me mentally, physically, and emotionally in ways I never thought was possible. Like one, not being able to speak for a month straight and just being like one with your thoughts and like, you actually like, can't open your mouth even if you wanted to was so challenging like to eat, to drink, to do anything like it was that in itself was so hard and you had to become, I had to become super comfortable and like calm. The fact of just like being one with my thoughts and really reflecting inward because my whole day I was just like one with myself. And I mean, I could not recognize the face staring back at me in the mirror for months. And yeah, in the beginning, it was because I was so extremely swollen. But once the swelling went down, like my face looked entirely different than it did before the surgery. And it was extremely challenging to get used to that. And it was just a total mindfuck. And it was a lot. It was extremely intense. And It was hard to because not many people could understand like what I went through unless they went through the exact same surgery. So I felt really alone during this time of my life. Looking back, surprisingly, I was somehow able to keep my spirits high throughout the entire surgery. If you're an OG friend, you followed me on Snapchat during the time where I made a hashtag called teal blending things where I would have the time of my life blending these insane concoctions every day. Like I blended in and out, I blended pizza, I blended ravioli, I blended brownies and I became best friends with my nurse. And I just like found ways to find joy and was really able to keep my spirits high, which I look back and I'm really grateful I was able to do that. So fast forward two years, the surgery is behind me and then my biggest fear at the time in my entire life happened. My jaw started relapsing and my bite started shifting all over again, which meant that my joints were still all fucked up. So I eventually had to get my, the TMJ joints in my head replaced in 2019. And currently I have a bionic jaw. So now I have two titanium joints in my head and all in all, I was just like put through the ringer. And at the time I was so angry and I was really upset. And I was like, why the fuck is this happening to me? And it honestly wasn't until after my first surgery, just through meditating and reflecting inward, I realized the fact that this adversity that I had to deal with at such a young age was meant to challenge me and push me to make me the person I am today. And I can truthfully say now that it's all behind me that I really am grateful that this experience happened for me because I would not be the same person I am today without it. So throughout those past five years of just dealing with my job tribulations. I was also launching my company with my younger brother, Tristan Vendy Bean. So we started Vendy Bean my senior year at San Diego State with the goal to really just bring high quality coffee conveniently located and open 24-7 on college campuses. We've pivoted a ton since then, but the concept remains the same where we really just revolutionized coffee vending machines and created a barista at the touch of a button disrupting the office coffee and coffee vending industries. I feel like the story of Benny Bean and how we started the company and our whole journey is a whole other podcast episode, but I really just want to get into the breakthroughs I've had since COVID when it comes to Benny Bean. So prior to COVID, I was going down this path where Benny Bean consumed me. Like I ate, slept, breathed my company and every high and low affected me so deeply I would feel guilty if I didn't spend every hour of the day working. Every month, I put so much pressure on myself to place X amount of machines, hit X in revenue. And I really just started to lose like sight of the fun and would get so discouraged when we didn't hit our goals, which was pretty much month over month. And January 2020 rolls around. We're finally on track to hit our goals of $100,000 months consistently and growing month over month. And then COVID hit. And literally, our revenue dropped 85% overnight. At first, I was in total denial. Like, Tristan and I were convinced that it would only last three weeks. Like, it's crazy to look back now that we actually thought that. I'm sure other people thought that too. Like, I've seen memes about it, but we were convinced. We were like, oh, yeah, there's just no way. And I, you know, we were in for a really rude fucking awakening, but. As time went on, I just became in an extremely low place for about like a solid three months straight. I lost my entire sense of purpose and spent my days just like going on walks. I remember going on like two different, like three hour long walks, just like crying and listening to podcasts and trying to distract myself. And I was just like so scared. It was so such a helpless feeling and such so much unknown. And it was terrifying to think of the fact that something we've been building for the past four years, we put our blood, sweat and tears into could easily be like ripped away from us overnight. I know I shouldn't be comparing myself to others ever, but it was also hard watching other friends companies just like take off during this time when ours was just like crumbling into pieces. And I was just questioning everything, like, why is this happening? You know, it's like you start to doubt like the universe and like manifesting and like just going down the rabbit hole. One day I went to this rock I always go to in Bird Rock, overlooking the ocean. And I remember just like sitting there bawling, crying and feeling so helpless. And all of a sudden I got this like strong sense of calm, calm surrender energy and like feeling just like rush over my whole body. And I just got this feeling that like everything was going to be okay. I decided, you know, I got this like download, I guess, to start focusing and put all my energy into finding joy and finding things that make me feel good. So as dumb as it sounds during this time, TikTok was a big joy for me <laughs> like i had the time of my life on this app like I remember learning these dances and with friends and doing all these pranks that were on tiktok and just like i never laughed out loud from an app like i did from tiktok before when it was like first becoming a thing and learning these dances was like also a really fun hobby because it was a challenge and it was just really fun and eventually like i Tristan introduced me to these courses. I took a drop shipping course and started making Shopify websites, started learning how to drop ship. And then um, eventually after that, Tristan and I decided to pivot our site to Shopify and create a direct-to-consumer coffee product line. And as soon as we were starting to have fun with like rebranding and really just like feeling creative with this whole process, a Marine reached out to us on Facebook and said, I can get you guys on Camp Pendleton's Marine base. I remember showing this message to Tristan and just like laughing and saying like, there's no way this is real. Like I was so skeptical. And fast forward six months, we got our first military contract and 20 machines on Camp Pendleton's base, which now led to 65 machines across five military contracts later. It's fucking nuts. Like I learned so much from that experience. And it's totally changed the way that I view life and the world and like my perception on work. I think that the pandemic served a greater purpose as a whole, like for the collective. I think a lot of people had massive awakenings and it really gave us the time to slow down, reflect and reevaluate our lives. But one of the biggest breakthroughs that changed my life that I wanted to get into today was really just like the universal law of detachment. And that's what I experienced when the Marine like reached out to us and we got the military contracts that essentially saved our business. So when we want something to happen so badly, we start to suffocate our goals and our manifestations. And that just tells the universe that we need these things to happen in order for us to be happy. And I learned through the pandemic that I revolved my entire self-worth around my business and that in order for me to be happy, I needed like I needed that me being to be successful so I could be happy. And all this does is give off the energy of lack because it's telling the universe that I'm coming from a place of not having it and I need it, which all that does is attracts more of that energy back to me. The way manifestation works is in order to attract what we want in life, we need to be an energetic match for whatever it is we desire in order to attract it. It's like, so for example, dating, when someone comes off needy, you can feel that energy instantly and it's like an instant turn off, right? But instead, what we need to do is give off the energy of already having whatever it is that we want and truly embody that version of yourself in the present moment. And then we start to become an energetic match for receiving it. You know, I think being an entrepreneur teaches us so much about ourselves. And I think that most of us, I know for sure I did, get stuck and trapped in this hustle culture mentality of saying, I'll be happy when we get to X amount revenue or I'll feel accomplished once we sell for X millions of dollars. But we've all heard the stories of people who hit these milestones and continue to feel unfulfilled and like there's still an empty void that needs to be filled. I personally feel like true fulfillment comes from discovery of the self stepping into a higher state of consciousness and living in true alignment by remembering who we really are as souls, what our gifts are, what's our purpose in this lifetime, what lessons did we come here to learn, what karmic cycles are we here to break, and more importantly, how can we use all of these learnings to help serve others? The reason why I'm starting this podcast is because, yes, we all want to be successful and accomplish big things in life, But that's not going to bring us happiness in the end. I'm on a mission to continue to evolve and discover what true fulfillment really looks like and to help lead others down the path of being the creators of your utmost fulfilling dream life. So I'm feeling really excited and grateful that you're on this journey with me. And I know that this show is not going to be for everyone. And that's okay. For those who are resonating with this, make sure to let me know. Give me some love and always remember to keep it real because life is too fucking short to live by the rules that someone else created. Live your life on your own terms and take accountability because no one else is going to create your dream life but you. My hope is that this podcast will dismantle all the limiting beliefs that you once had about yourself and make you remember your power because at the end of the day, we are all powerful beings of light that are inherently worthy of receiving whatever the fuck we desire. So it would mean the world to me if you did enjoy this episode, that you subscribe, review and share with a friend and let me know your thoughts, if this resonated. And until next time.